Okay, welcome to our first episode of Starfield with Normal People. Yes, indeed. My uh, name's Dwayne. My name is Michael. And yeah, we wanted to do a gaming podcast for quite a while. We did. Wondered what the angle would be, because there's so many out there, but it finally hit us that we're both huge Bethesda fans. We are. And I, I said to you, I was like, Michael, there's so much to talk about with Starfield and with Bethesda their history of all the great games that they've done. And we're such huge fans. Why don't we focus entirely on Starfield? That's what we're gonna do. I'm really excited. Yeah. There's so much to talk about. I mean, just the game hasn't even been released yet. And we're like, we have to start today. Yes. Because in fact, as we speak right now, as we record, they're doing a live Q&A with, are. Uh, what are they, some of the developers? Some of the developers or, yeah. of Starfield are doing a live Q&A. So that'll mm -hmm. be some really interesting info to dig into later. Definitely. Um, Are you the type that wants to that, that watches like all the trailers, all the deep dives? Do you yes, for a game like this, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I do, and and you know we're. Are you I, worried about spoilers or? Okay. Yes. Okay, we're I not going to do spoilers. Then that's a, yeah, that's a good thing to bring up because we are going to avoid spoilers. Mm -hmm. um, here's how we're planning to do this podcast. Except we're, for the final part of the game. We're going to say that right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just kidding. We have no we're idea. We're going to blaze through the, the game and we're going to There's a center the of the universe that you go to. and Yeah. Oh, wait, that was that other That's game. No Man's Sky. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, so there's an AI threat. Oh, wait, that's Mass Effect. Okay, oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing is, uh, you know, a lot of YouTubers, they want to play through the game really fast and spoil it. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's not cool. We're not going to do that. At some point in the future, there will be a time where we say, okay, right. we believe if you're not everyone, 10 hours in. Yeah, we believe least. that everyone has probably gotten to a certain point mm -hmm. and we'll be okay talking about that. But for now, right. we're going to talk about just everything that we've, we know mm -hmm. from official sources. Right. Official, Nothing the, that the isn't already public. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna put our own spin on it. Now we're both gamers, Michael. We actually formed a gaming company called Normal People. Yep. Our background is in film, uh, video, and we do a variety of things uh, in the video game universe, I, I guess you could say. We work with some big companies. Yeah. So if you're interested in Normal People, please subscribe, check out some of our content here on our YouTube channel, and uh, we hope you enjoy the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, getting down into the nitty gritty with, with Starfield. Mm -hmm. So we, okay, you're a big Fallout Huge. guy. Huge. Fallout 3, I can still play that game. I'll yeah. just, I'll get one of my old saves, I'll jump in there, and I'll just start having fun. You yeah. can really, you can pick up from anywhere. It's because it's open world, like Starfield will be. Yep. And oh, I have a question about procedural generation. Oh, Not yeah. right now, but yeah, like, yeah. so in... Let's, Remember in Fallout, I mean, it's a game where you, you can play through with the story or you can jump in 10 years later mm -hmm. and, and keep playing. And Fallout 4 is the same way. Like Fallout 4 felt like a bigger, better version of Fallout 3. So I was right. on board. There's, and then even uh, there was New Vegas, right? Which New is Vegas, a legendary yeah. game. In fact, it's probably, I think, the highest rated, even though it's by a, it's a separate by company. Obsidian, yeah. Obsidian. So, I mean, and, and you recently have gone through and just replayed or not replayed but have continued to play skyrim yeah well i actually created a brand new character oh you did okay. uh yeah it, it's it's tough for me to pick up an old character but mm. i 
I took, uh, in the last few months, I've taken this brand new character all the way to level, well now I'm level 80, because wow. you have to get to level 78 for a legendary dragon to show up. Right. And, and I wanted to clean up some of the remaining achievements. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been doing in preparation for Starfield. You're the janitor of, uh, what's the Skyrim <laughs> land? It's Skyrim, right? It's Skyrim, yeah. yeah. So you're the janitor uh, of Skyrim. Clean it up, Tam I'm gonna clean this, country, this town up or whatever yeah. it is. Oh, I'm c cleaning out the, those storm cloaks. And those you're beheading dirty a lot of cloaks. people with your broadsword or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love was... that last video you did. <laughs> It's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So that, that kind of makes me think, I've been looking at Starfield mm -hmm. as a culmination of some of my favorite parts of both Fallout and Skyrim. Right. And so, may, you know, tell you... me if you feel the same way, but like, I love Fallout for the gunplay and like mm -hmm. the, the sci-fi nature of it, but it's also a very ugly world. Whereas Skyrim right. is a beautiful world and it feels more about, it's more like exploration and wonder and Starfield. It's classic fantasy environments, dragons yeah. and snow-capped mountains. And you're right, and Fallout's a very, you know, it's post-nuclear warfare. Yeah. So it's everywhere you look. And I do, I feel that um, I'll be playing and I'm just like, man, I'm tired of looking at just like desolate trash <laughs> yeah. and like... You know these poor people concrete you know, blocks like concrete everyone's and complaining and yeah it's just like kind of a rough world to to spend time in was well, so. it i don't know if she has a name but there's a character we did a we did a, a video uh where we kind of made fun of the world of of fallout 4 and uh, yeah she's like my back hurts my feet hurt <laughs> everything, everything hurts, hurts. <laughs> it's like all right everything hurts up. and everything's ugly and <laughs> you're gonna die yeah. But I mean, you can build settlements and, and stuff like that, which yes. there's a lot of construction stuff related in Starfield from what I've seen, right? Like your ship, let's just start right there. The ship that yes. you can build in Starfield, for those people who want to geek out on crafting, it feels like there's a whole universe of crafting just within the ship. I'm imagining yeah. maybe settlements and stuff like that too. You've also played a lot of No Man's Sky. Are you seeing parallels between yeah. No Man's Sky and, and this portion of Starfield? Or there is there. So there's a it's there's a lot of base building in in No Man's Sky, mm -hmm. and, and of course there's like the resource gathering. Um, and I, I want to be careful with how I say this because I don't I don't want to knock No Man's Sky at all. I love that game. Right. I've played over three hundred hours of it, but that game. I would build, 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 and then sometimes I'd be like, why am I doing this? Right, there's no kind of end game. With, there's no with why. Building, or there's no why, Yeah. right. Yeah, and with with Starfield, it's it feels a little bit more like, oh, I'm building this so I can make money, so, you know, because you can build mining facilities and stuff in Starfield. Oh, now. you can. So yeah, you, you can actually build money-generating yep. outposts. Or... You, colonies or from what we've seen in uh not only them showing that you can build a something that will mine for resources but people have spotted a uh, perk mm -hmm. or like a trait something along those lines yeah for being a business person okay so you could operate a business in this game right going so, back yeah. to like you know earlier when you were talking about like taking great things from either 
their past games and kind of combining it into Starfield. So like you see a little bit of Fallout, you see um, Skyrim, um, what's some of their Elder Scrolls, like some yeah, of the earlier the, games. Yeah, Oblivion. You oh, can just see them yeah. sitting around in a board meeting and being like, man, I really loved this from Fallout. I really loved this from yep. Skyrim. What if we, you know, take the best of those, of that gameplay and put it in this single game, you know? It feels like they've learned a lot of lessons mm -hmm. from these games. You have like the followers in Skyrim are okay. They're mm -hmm. not great. Uh, and then the followers in Fallout 4 are so amazing. Mm -hmm. Nick that Valentine, from, mm -hmm. like these are like, they become your friends. In right, a, you in feel a, yeah. for these characters. We were mm -hmm. talking about Nick Valentine in a previous kind of uh, talk that we did. Yeah. And how we both love Nick and he's got such a great personality. He looks cool. Yeah. He says great one-liners. So uh, Piper is a great character. Piper's great. Yeah. The dog is cool. You know, like, um, they're really, really good. Um, and, and they, they feel like actual companions. You like yeah. to have them around. They make comments about what's going on. What's, what's the ogre dude? Um, well, see, he's I remember strong, strong, but was he strong. in fallout three? He's in, is he in both or maybe, no, he's not. He's in not in both, he's, but I think he's four because he was my kid because four. I was doing a melee yeah. build, okay. and I had him. And he hates yeah. when you put on power armor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're so, like running around just yeah in a loincloth, basically, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, taking missiles to your chest. Yeah, it's so great too that they they all have things that they like and don't like, mm -hmm. right? And like Kate, um, she's a psychopath. Right. So if you're going to play as a total She'd psychopath. She'd love to see you do psychopath oh, stuff. Oh man, you, yeah. you say rude things to people. You you murder people. You feel her just... presence of her watching you. So you're like, I got to be a total baddie. She and... she just admires it. Right. And yeah. that's that's going to be clearly something they continue to carry on into yeah. uh, Starfield. I'm sure. I mean, because it is such a fun aspect of gameplay with a companion. Yeah. What's another, um, uh, I think another lesson... I think that, that they've learned is people have noticed that when you talk to people in Starfield now, mm -hmm. the camera zooms in on their face. And I presume, I'm not sure, but I think everything pauses in the background. Right. The so you're not going to get killed by whatever a, yeah, a mob a sees clock. you. A death claw. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's, it's so funny because um, it, at first, I'll say this. As excited as, as I am for Starfield, at first, I was not excited about that camera because mm -hmm. it reminded me of Oblivion right. and not and in Fallout, a good way. Uh, New Vegas is like that. Yeah. Like You're playing, all of a sudden, it's like, you get sucked <laughs> into it. You're like, oh, I guess I'm having that conversation right now. And yeah. it's like, I didn't save or maybe I forget to quick save. And then that's game-changing dialogue. Yeah. Usually when you get pulled in, it's like a major character, right? Or a major part of the story. Yeah. So while I wasn't a fan of that at first, I, I remember all the funny clips. And hey, it makes for funny clips. Mm -hmm. But it's not good when you're talking to somebody and it's an important part of the story that you're trying to pass. And there's a death call. You see him roaming yeah. in the background. <laughs> what is that going by? <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. No, no, no. Wait for us to stop talking. Right. Quick, quick, Please. Quick. <laughs> you're just taking whatever option you can. Okay, tell me what the MacGuffin is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Oh, no. And then the death claw kills the person, and then it says, you failed the mission. Right. 
So I think <laughs> they are trying to avoid that situation. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be a smart uh, move for them to do, absolutely. And I think the di there's been discussion about how the dialogue trees in like New Vegas, for instance, were very detailed. And then yes. when you got to Fallout 4, they kind of streamlined it. And there was yeah. some criticism to how those dialogue trees operated. Yeah. Um, people felt it wasn't as RPG. It was more, I guess, kind of dumbed down. But it really, it really wasn't. And mm -hmm. and I I love Fallout Four, and I can play it endlessly. But I do think this was a misstep. And I'll tell you, the first time I played the game, I didn't notice a problem because mm -hmm. I was right along Gleefully with playing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was making decisions that were in line with what the character wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But that's the problem, right? I was in line with the character, whereas the game should be, uh, RPGs of this nature should be in line with what you want to do. Sure. And right from the get-go, I started a new character. I've talked to uh, the robot butler. I'm blanking on his name. What is Jeeves? Jeeves. It's something like that, it right? It should be. Yeah. Cogsworth. Cogsworth, um, yeah. So I've talked to Cogsworth so many times in the past. Mm. I didn't want to do it this time. And right. he's like, hey, let's go look. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should have done. So he's like, hey, let's go look for uh, your Sewer son, your, your wife and, and child. And in this particular playthrough, I was like, no, no, Cogsworth, you're wrong. You're wrong. They're not around. I don't want to do that. And right. this is where I noticed the problem. You're on a rail. The story did not continue until I finally went back to him and said, okay, right. let's go look okay, for Okay, Cogsworth. Uh, yeah. And so that's, that's, I had this moment where I went, oh, that's what everyone was mad about. Mm -hmm. I get it now. Yeah. Um, you never really know until you experience it firsthand, the yeah. issue. Now, with, but Starfield looks like it. I was just going to say, yeah. what, what did they do? Because I actually haven't seen what they do in dialogue in, in Starfield. And well, so... It's not AI. I mean, that's, that's brand yeah. new. They couldn't have implemented that in time. But there's probably going to be a mod where, I mean, someone's Some, going to mod it oh, too. Oh, yeah. Which will be mind-blowing, I'm sure. But if, if, it, if it does well, yeah. So he, here's the thing, is we don't know for sure until the game actually comes out. But from what they've been saying and from what we've seen in the videos, when you talk to people, there are all these options oh, for man. things to say. So it's going to be like Baldur's Gate where you have to just be okay with making a decision. Kind of like real life. It's like you make that decision yeah. and you're living with the, you know, the fallout of your decision. Yeah. So, yep. If you go in there with analysis paralysis and you're like, oh my gosh, I got a, what's it called? Scum saving now? Yeah, that was a brand new. coming. Save yeah, coming. That's yeah. a brand new term for me. Yep. And right. yep. I think it's hilarious because I did suffer a little bit from, from doing that. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if you can, I think I'm going to go in with the mindset of like, just live with my decisions because there is so much to explore beyond this little minuscule yes. decision that seems big right now, but probably in the grand scheme of the game. Yeah, it's not going to be huge. I was going to ask you what what you were planning to do. I, I I'm going to do the same thing. The first time through, I'm going to make decisions and I'm going to live with right. the consequences. Right. Because that is that's part of the magic. It is. Um, I I don't want to. The only thing that I would save scum for is 
<laughs> if a upcoming fight looks difficult, <laughs> you right. know, but that's not really safe scumming, I guess. But th there's there's been some games in the past. So Mass Effect, one of my favorite series. There's been times though where like you think you're gonna say this, mm -hmm. and actually maybe Fallout Four. I don't I don't have a an example, but maybe Fallout Four did this where you wanted to respond to somebody in a slightly sarcastic way. <laughs> right, but you were afraid of the consequences. But then the voice actor's like, oh, not sarcastic, just a jerk. And you're like, oh, I didn't, I <laughs> right. wasn't sure what the tone was gonna be. So it's interesting, I, I think it's a good move mm -hmm. to not have a voice actor for your character anymore. Yeah, yeah, because initially sometimes you hear that voice actor and you're like, that is not it's me, not how I that's said not that. what I would, you know, or not what I pictured the character sounding like. So yeah, I think yeah. that's a, probably an easy yeah. early decision they came to. I want to uh, just talk about Todd Howard. We have to mention Todd Howard. I think yeah. you said earlier that they're building on all these games. I got to say, like, there, again, there's been criticism with any CEO or any leader of a company. Yeah. There's always criticisms. But I feel like Todd Howard has really captained the ship of Bethesda in such a fantastic way. You know, yes. like... Yeah. There's been someone who's kind of taken leadership or taken and saying like, this is where the company's going. And then it seems like from the outside, it seems like he's brought in the right people, created uh, you know, a company that can put these games out. It's been 10 years, right? Well, how long has it been yeah. since their last major release? I want to say eight years so since Fallout 4. Imagine working for a company with no product I mean, no new product yeah. for eight years. I mean, yeah. you've got to have a lot of focus, leadership, and it's a testament to, I think, you know, again, Todd Howard. I mean, I think he's, he's done a great job with yep. building this franchise. And of course, we haven't played the game yet, but based on previous games, mm -hmm. when they go live, they're playable right out of the box. I mean, yeah. I think they're going to be, I have confidence that it'll be a good game. I do too, and here's the thing is I see a lot of people talking about, oh, be careful with hype. Yeah, true, you gotta mm -hmm. be careful with hype. You don't wanna get too hyped up. But I do not see myself as being overhyped for Starfield. Mm -hmm. I am very excited for it. Yeah. I did buy the, the collector's edition, yeah. but here is why. All I expect from the game is that it's as fun as Skyrim or Fallout 4, right. Fallout if 3, If they accomplish that, yeah. done deal, I'm in. I've played so many of their games, I would be shocked if the new one is a complete departure. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it will be, it doesn't look like it. It, all I see from what they've shown are a lot of good decisions based on what they've learned from their past games. Mm -hmm. And I do wanna mention that there is a there's a little bit of a negative thing around Todd at the moment, but it's mostly just like a meme. Um, and I do think it's coming from like some console wars BS, mm. unfortunately. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, it's just, so people are saying like, oh, Todd and his lies. And it's like, if you look back at everything that he said mm -hmm. about his games before they came out, none of it is lies. He's just very passionate. Right. He might be a little bit hyperbolic about like what the game does. Sure. But he's never lied. And we're always seeing the consumer side of the game. 
when I worked in development and testing, I played many levels that never saw the the, the, day, the light of day. Yeah. Right. There yeah. were there were features that got cut um, because they just didn't work or they didn't have time or like the game had to come out by this date. Like you have responsibilities yeah. and deadlines, and sometimes these things that you've been working on for years and maybe as the CEO or, or the leader of the company, you're going to hype that because you're excited about it. Yeah. And then it never sees the actual, you know, gold release. So I get it. I never, I never get too upset. Now, if someone comes out and makes super, you know, crazy claims, tons of them, and then those things are, you know, not what we're seeing in the yeah. game, then we, we can take issue with it. But I feel like, I feel like Peter Molyneux did that more. He did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did that a lot. But what was Spawn? Spawn? Oh, Spore. Game? Spore. Yeah. Right. And bunches of others. Right. He's a, a visionary in the early I, gaming space. Yeah. And I, I think he is. I still I like Peter Molyneux. I, I just think mm -hmm. that he had a lot of ideas that weren't didn't actually come to fruition. Yeah. But I want to say too, Bethesda. Now I I don't work for Bethesda, so I don't know anything about you know behind closed doors. But I got to say, Bethesda has seemed to avoid any of these awful controversies that are happening at many other game companies. Definitely. You're hearing about awful stuff happening at Rockstar, at Ubisoft, at um, you know all these other places, mm -hmm. and. I'm not hearing any of that coming out of Bethesda. And yeah. so, you know, if it really is a, you know, as good of a place to work mm -hmm. as it seems like, then I also want to say kudos to that. Definitely. And I worked at Electronic Arts back in the early aughts in LA, E-A-L-A. It was a legendary <laughs> campus. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was close to the ocean. Um, it was a beautiful huge building had a gym had like a, a cafeteria had valet parking it had soccer field i mean it was ridiculous wow. yeah. right it didn't last and yeah. you know bethesda you can see their headquarters a beautiful headquarters in in the teaser videos you know you can see like yeah. here's our lobby or whatever and it looks like an amazing place to work so my point is that i think they de developed a culture there that probably they Decent, they pay decent wages, yeah. right? They keep the talent there. I don't know, but we don't hear a lot of controversies. Yeah. And that's gonna show up in the final game. So mm -hmm. all this leads to, you know, good, good work environment leads to people that um, take ownership of individual parts of the game. Like we're talking about the construction aspect of the spaceship. I remember seeing in the, in the deep dive video, the person who was like, you know, showcased that right. said, Hey, this is what I've been working on the last eight years, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's but great to see. It looks like a product built out of love. Yeah. Like and passion for just sure. A bunch of people that are building an experience that they would want to have. Yep. And you can see it. You can see when a game is, when it has passion built, behind it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you can and you can also see when a game is built to sell battle passes and skins right. and stuff like that. And it's it's refreshing like this game is going to come out based on their past games, there's going to be DLC. And what is yeah. their DLC? Usually what Bethesda does is they'll have a DLC that adds stuff to the 
world, add stuff to what you can do in the world, they'll add uh, at some point, they'll have a huge DLC that is a whole other place. Yes. Uh, this is just what they usually do. And that's the type of DLC that I'm like, yeah, take my money. Right. You don't feel bad paying $29.95 for like basically an in 20 more hours of all new content, right? Yeah. Or, or 40 or depending on how fast you play. Cause like, I remember I still have in Fallout 4, uh, the expansions, I haven't even gotten yeah. to them. And I'm like, oh, I really want to play good. this one. And I just haven't yet. Yeah, the, the those expansions are really fun. Mm -hmm. um, especially the one, so they, actually they have two brand new locations. Do they? Yeah, um, so. I'm so far behind. <laughs> I need to yeah. stop just running around mailing you just, you just yeah you just I love running around and punching people right but yeah they punching have people's fun. they have the uh nuka world that's the one like i was thinking park. of yeah the theme park one yep which is pretty good but my my favorite is um i i want to say is it point lookout okay um but it's the it's basically a fishing town like uh i want to say it's like in maine or something but there's like this fog and mm. it totally Are there different zombies? There's <laughs> zombie-like creatures. There's always there's, zombie-like creatures. There's yeah. some crazy stuff. I want to say there's like some crab people. So like crab, nice crab people. Yeah. I want to talk about the marketing campaign behind this game. Now, a contemporary big-budget media thing is the Barbie movie, right? Right. Hundred fifty million dollars is what they spent. So not a huge budget movie, but you know, definitely a, yeah. a triple triple A movie, whatever you want to call it. Um, guess what they spent, what the Barbie movie spent on marketing? I, I don't even know. 155 million. So yeah. they spent 5 million yeah. more on marketing than they did the actual production of the movie. Right. It's so important now, um, especially in film, uh, to market your product effectively. Video games are like that too. Yep. And we've seen some incredible marketing from Bethesda. Now, I don't think that they exceeded, I have no idea, but I doubt eight years to develop this game, paying right. all, all that staff, paying the overhead. I mean, this game is hundreds of millions of dollars probably. Yeah. We, how, what would you say, 500 million, 607? I mean, $800 million to develop this game? Maybe, I mean, I mean they say be. that it, it could be less because maybe their team is a little more intimate. Mm -hmm. I know that one of the biggest budgets I'd ever heard of was Grand Theft Auto V. Right. Um, but, what was that budget? Do you remember? Uh, offhand, I don't remember. Right. Well, um, I but think... yeah, they. The thing is, I, I think you're right. I think your point though is that they're probably not gonna do like Barbie and spend more on marketing than on the game because I don't right. think it's, that would be insane. It doesn't matter because their marketing is killing it. I want to yeah. speak to. Um, I think it was a TikTok campaign of animated shorts that uh, were compelling. They were, I think yeah. they were maybe three minutes long. So they probably put, I think they put them on TikTok, but they, all, so I myself caught them on YouTube. Okay. Yep. Right. So, I mean, they were formatted vertical screen, at least maybe they had multiple formats. Yeah. But uh, this is hand-drawn looking animation. Yeah, it's got kind of like an anime look to it. Yeah, like a very, kind of a... Yeah, futuristic. Mm-hmm. I love these animations that I saw and they each told a little story. So if you went in completely blind uh, in terms of knowing what the game was about or what it was, you would still want to follow this little story that happened in this, in this animated short. 
But what I realized after watching them a second and third time, they're revealing cool stuff about the game. Yes. Like factions, yes. Um, just gameplay styles, uh, like action. Like I'm seeing star fighting. I mean, in those three shorts, mm -hmm. I saw three different ways to play the game. Exactly. Yep. And you have like the criminal underworld. Mm -hmm. You've got the you know the person the parts that collector. The yeah the the or kind the of, negotiating yeah, parts collector on on person. her own. She and she's know, a child she, character, right? Yeah, she's young. Younger, she's looking mm -hmm. out for or herself. She, she's she's got a picture of her parents. Mm -hmm. It seems. And it's like, is she taking care of them? Are they gone? Is she missing? Did she run away? Are they dead? You know, there's so many right. questions. Um, and then, of course, there's the, the, the man who joins the military mm -hmm. and makes a lot of money, but he craves adventure. He does. He doesn't even want to sit there and drink his whiskey or whatever. No. He wants to get out there and fly. You I know, he sees his ship and he's like, I'm, I'm going. And I that's would have his... finished that whiskey. I probably would have too. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Makes you fly better. Yeah, <laughs> you fly a little better with a little whiskey. In a little you. more lucid. I don't know. Fly casually. <laughs> hey, I, I fly better. Yeah. I fly better. With, yeah. I, yeah. I, I pilot a spacecraft a little bit better after uh, a good. Yeah, just, uh, a, just a little. You know. Not a lot. Just a little, What's um, the name of the um, uh, city? So I I, I do want to jump. Maybe I'm jumping here, but we talked a, a little bit about procedural generation of this universe, but it seems right. it seems like there are tenants or or you know s permanent places cities like atlantis is going to be the first yeah. major hub where all quests kind of in the first maybe 10 or 15 hours yeah. essentially lead back to atlantis it was atlantis right i believe so yeah like new atlantis the new big new atlantis the big city so that's a a you know kind of a game within a game i guess and then beyond that is like i just want to go fly out into the universe I feel like that's going to be procedurally generated like Minecraft, yes. right? So it seems uh, it seems that they're pulling from an old game that they did called Daggerfall. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never heard of so it. So Daggerfall was an early Elder Scrolls game. And I was reading that this game is actually one of the biggest games they've ever created in terms of space. And you weren't actually meant to traverse the entire land because oh, wow. it was way too big you would actually just go to these points you could just go to your map and just zoom there mm -hmm. um but the point was that this is you, pre uh elder scrolls this is like well it, it is elder scrolls oh it's elder scrolls yeah okay. it's part of elder scrolls but it's before morrowind mm -hmm. and so like it's really really old looking and dated but the the mm. what happened was if you wanted to just venture out into the woods or desert or whatever you could it, it was massive right um and so i believe they're they're pulling from that where they can put these cities and points uh in certain places so they'll always be there mm -hmm. but the land between them is generated that's just so awesome i mean you think about that and it's it's like I think that's a, a thing that I always struggled with with Minecraft is that it didn't feel uh, like a permanent place. Like right. I always knew in my head that if I just started walking north, it's just going to be building this game, right? Right. But and to then, be fair, when you go back, when you go back, it's the it same. Is still there. It is the same game. Yeah. That's a good point. 
Um, but I mean, it never had, until you explored that area, it didn't build a, um, like, whatever. It, it didn't of, already exist. Right. I know it what did you're not, saying. Like, because... Atlantis wasn't already there as a fully fleshed out city, whereas right. in Starfield, we have Atlantis, and we have, um, what was the other city that was kind of the Old well, West? There's, uh, oh, that's... Uh, Alta, Altus or something I'd like have that, to... Or... Well, I know that... So I, I'm, I'm blanking on that name, yeah. but I know that there's Neon, which is the kind of the criminal... It used to be a fishing planet. Okay. Um, and, and the thing is, I, I think that Starfield will be closer to something like No Man's Sky. And the way that No Man's Sky does it, um, because you're right about Minecraft... Minecraft, I know, generates as you go because they would often say, oh, hey, there's a new update for the game. And you can play your old game, and if you walk to a place that you haven't been yet, you'll see new stuff from the right. update. But No Man's Sky, what's cool is, even though it's procedurally generated, it's multiplayer. So if I go to a planet and then my friend goes there, that we see the same mountain. Mm -hmm. uh, the land is formed the, the same everywhere. So it's kind of like a Minecraft seed where right. like you can get your seed number and send it to someone and they'll have the exact same Minecraft world. Right. So I, I do believe that Starfield is doing that where it, it will um, generate a seed it'll generate or generate this. It's like, yes, it's, it's procedurally generated, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's not creating a brand new thing every time you're there. Like, right. I, I, I won't know till we play it, but I do believe that if I go back to a place, like if I build a base, if I build mm -hmm. my home on a planet, yeah, it's going to be it's there. It's going to look the yeah. same. It's not like the mountains are not going to change. Right, right, right. Um, and I, yeah. I think ultimately it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. is the gameplay seamless or does it feel like... Stuff is getting randomly generated. I don't. I don't think it will feel like that. So will. I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'm just. I think what it is is I'm just impressed by how they can build this game from the inside. I. I. I do find that interesting. The technical side of it, and it's just, it's great because what it means is there's just going to be new stuff to see, infinitely. infinitely. <laughs> I mean, it's. Yeah. You could. You could spend a lot of time. Let's just hope the gameplay makes exploring the stuff yeah fun oh Which, and, and, and that's of, what i'm hearing one of the early things was they took out like we're talking about development things that, the, that they took out yeah was flying was not fun or something like that like oh they traveling. said so so traveling uh so going from space through the atmosphere and landing mm -hmm. uh they just decided that it didn't add to the fun right. of the game you're, you're was, 30 yeah. seconds of just like here comes yeah. a landing sequence again. It's like Dagobah and yeah, yeah. clouds and. I'll I'll tell you one thing. To be fair, I love that aspect of No Man's Sky. I think it is very cool to be in space and to go through the atmosphere and see the planet and then right. land. It's awesome, but to me, it's different because No Man's Sky is a space sim playground. It's a sandbox. Right. Starfield, Starfield is, is an not RPG. That. It's an RPG, yeah. It's a story. It's going to have those elements, 
the space combat looks amazing. The the on the ground, on, you know, on foot combat looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to have so many other cool things that it does not bother me that I don't get to see the entire process. Right. And maybe there's a toggle switch. Maybe it's like, hey, are you into the landing sequence? Because we can... You can toggle that on in your ship controls and now right. you get to see it or something like that. I don't that. think Maybe. we'll see that from them, but mm-hmm. here's the thing is like if they ever even toyed with it at all, some modder is going to find the code. <laughs> right. It's already in there just <laughs> waiting to be like enabled. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think about like Skyrim. They have the mods for open cities. Mm. And um, someone will be like, hey, modded for seamless you know, travel to the, to the planet. Right. Um, but yeah, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I think it's going to be fun. They're saying that they're erring on the side of fun. That's what I like. Cause they said with combat, we, we can try to be realistic. We can try to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is it fun? What was the game? I was carrying around a rifle. Oh, it was like, um, it was an indie game, to be fair, but we f- we would find weapon drops, but you couldn't find the ammo. And then you would find ammo casing for that weapon, but you didn't. Oh, yeah. You had to build the ammo. I mean, it was a really tedious process. Yeah. Granted, it was like a survival game, so you'd, yeah. you would understand that. But to me, yeah. it was like it took a little bit of the fun out because I hauled around a sniper rifle for the first four hours of gameplay, and finally, finally, I was just like, I'm gonna chuck this in a locker. Yeah. And. Maybe I'll find ammo for it later. Maybe I won't. But Dead Polly was Dead Polly. Yeah, was probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a very great, early version of that game, access. which is a cool game, by the way. It I, is I, cool. I enjoyed it. It is cool, but yeah. And I like survival games, but yeah. Um, the thing is, I have been hearing, um, you know, there's the early like uh, rumors, mm-hmm. right? Online internet rumors. Yeah, the online internet rumors. So that, Very reliable, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm hearing a, a lot of people that are playtesting the game mm-hmm. are saying that it's huge and fun. Yeah. And I think it's a very important distinction because every time someone talks about how big a game is, the question comes up, okay, it's big, but is it fun? Right. You know, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey... Amazing game. I, I played it. I played the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. But it is... Sometimes I was like, this game is too big. Mm-hmm. It's massive. And after a while, I was like, how many more of these freaking islands are there? Right. How many bases am I going to you know, take down? It, it, it's not fun. It just it got to be a slog. So Did you play Dishonored? I didn't. That was always on my radar. It's, it's very small. Yeah. But it's very fun. Yeah. Like they almost went the other way where you're almost kind of on rails, like an old school first person shooter almost. Yeah. And, but the gameplay is so varied. They could, they put all their effort right. in the gameplay. So it didn't, it didn't feel small because you could approach the same room from 20 different ways. I've heard that that's a game that you play and, and it's then short replay. enough and then you just play again. Absolutely. But now I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, you had mentioned before we started um, getting back to combat, zero gravity shells yes. tumbling. Yes. That's uh, what we call in, in film camera sauce, which is like, you know, yeah. extra cool stuff that really doesn't, you know, push the story forward, but still and it's what, just awesome. And what, you know, just for the 
for the camera, what we're talking about is this moment where in the direct, they shoot a shotgun and the shell pops out in zero gravity and mm -hmm. just goes, you know, just flows, it floats away spinning. Again, like ownership that, yeah. of whoever weapons design leader was at Bethesda yep. spent time on this. It wasn't like the level design guy was also, oh, by the way, can you build us a shotgun? This was like the weapons team or whoever's doing weapons was like, you know what I want to see? Yeah, I want to cool. see zero G shells. <laughs> Shell or, cases. And how many yeah. weapons are there? Right? So it's so like they many. had to figure out, yeah. even though this looks like a shotgun, it's a whatever a zorbian it's blaster a rail gun. Yeah. yeah could be a but rail gun could be the this. thing still tumbles using the same code or whatever you know right. but it's still they have to do it for all the weapons which is impressive it's very impressive and speaking of weapons like we're seeing the uh the the modding system that we saw in fallout 4 which mm -hmm. i loved so much fun we're seeing that taken to a, a whole new level in right. Starfield, right? They, I, I think, it, it almost looks like there's a million guns mm -hmm. because I don't know. There might, there might be ten. There's as many guns as types. there are spaceships that you can build, right? Yeah. It's like whatever thing that you can combine is going to be apparently possible. And it know, was, so. it was so fun in Fallout Four to find legendary weapons, right? Mm -hmm. And would have some new trait. They were just like, whoa, oh, I'm keeping this. Right. And it was, it was, you know, I want to say procedurally generated, just in a different way. That reminded me of uh, a blurb from that, that video talking about food. So, like, yeah. <laughs> are you a foodie? You right. know, maybe you enjoy this game. Like, people could spend hours growing, uh, selling, yeah. eating. I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe you can open a restaurant. It just seems like... There's, there's things in this game that maybe traditional RPGs didn't go that far into. Yeah. And it's added there as a bonus, so that's exciting. You know, the food, you know, brings me back to the... We're talking about survival games. Mm -hmm. And people modded Skyrim to have survival. They modded Fallout to have survival. And then what did they do? They eventually put it in the game themselves. So now yeah. Skyrim Anniversary Edition, if you get that, um, it has survival already. Right. And I've played it. Now, it gets a little bit annoying when like there's there's say go across the country now, oh go back across the country. But you can uh, and I say that because there's no fast travel. Mm. You can fast travel between the major cities using the cart. So there's still that. Right. But let me tell you what I love about survival in Skyrim is Skyrim has these amazing uh, inns and like the tavern mm -hmm. and there, someone's in there playing music. Yeah. People are sitting around the fire drinking. And in the main game, when you play, how often are you hanging out in there? Almost never. Right. So this almost opens up like a little element of gameplay yeah. i guess you could call it or like hanging out it gives, or it chilling gives, in the yeah. tavern or whatever it is absolutely because with survival you need to sleep you got to eat and you got to stay warm mm -hmm. so what's really cool is that feeling of like your character starts going <gasps> like shivering he's shivering <laughs> and when you get to the inn and the and the little there's a little sun symbol and then a text that says you are warming up mm -hmm. 
And then you see, that, oh, I'm hungry. So you go to the tavern. What do you have to eat? You get something to eat. And I'd like a night. I, I need to stay the night. You know, I need to sleep. Right. That is so good to me. Mm-hmm. That, that feeling of, I got to get to the next town because the sun is going down and I don't want to freeze to death. Right. There's motivation. There's impetus to continue on and yep. to get to that next tavern. So then yep. they, they also did that in Fallout. They mm-hmm. did, you have survival mode, which is, it, they have different elements. It's hardcore. It's really right. hardcore. Um, I've never even yeah. touched that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be worrying about food. So, so that's not yeah. something that I personally care about, but I get it. I get people that want to play the survival aspect of it. Yeah. So based on the trend, I've seen it added to Skyrim. I've seen mm-hmm. it added to Fallout. I see them talking about all this food in the game in Starfield. Yeah. And I think, oh, they're going to have a survival mode. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think any great gaming company will be in tune with the community. So they're keeping an eye on the big mods that millions of people are downloading, right? And they're like, people love this mod. Why don't we put it in the next patch, you know, as an option? So I've seen that time and time again where you know gaming companies have taken a user mod and implemented it and they're so you know, mod friendly they are yeah, yeah. they've all, the the i've had dozens of mods on fallout 3 and new yep. vegas and yeah and they're yeah they're fun that and adds they, a whole other element it breathes play. life into the game mm-hmm. um i you know Earlier, we talked about the animated stories. Mm-hmm. And actually, I have a question for you there. Okay. Okay, so we've got those three types of people. Mm-hmm. So to recap, you have the person joining the military like as a mercenary type character. Mm-hmm. You've got the person that's sort of scrounging on their own. And then you have the person going, you know, exploring the criminal underworld. Right. Maybe they're like an undercover cop or maybe they're just a criminal. Based on just those three animated shorts that we've seen so far, mm-hmm. Which one are you? Definitely the scrounger. Like yeah. the kind of, it's more of a, a, a free freedom thing. Cause like, I'm not drawn to the missions of the military guy. Go out, we need to attack these people and, or do defend this base or whatever. Yeah. Like for glory and honor. Yeah, that's not me. And then um, the, what was the other one? Oh, the, the criminal, criminal underground. Yeah. I'm just too good of a person. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel guilty when I start just like, inno- uh, you know, hurting innocent people. So yeah. I just can't do it. Even in video games. Is that weird? Like every once in a while, I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah. going to roll a, a totally bad character. And I get <laughs> yeah. like five minutes into it. And I was like, ew, <laughs> this like, feels wanna, gross. Like, I don't want to treat I don't this even person. like enjoy doing it in game. They um, don't deserve this. They have to have a yeah. reason for me to hit you with a baseball bat. So, yeah. and then, oh, give me the smallest reason. Then, yeah, so, it's your so, teeth, but. <laughs> I was playing Skyrim and, and after a while, and I didn't do it, I didn't do it because I can't bring myself to, but after a while, there's like certain people that like you walk into the tavern and they're like, "What? who are you? Get out of my face. Right, they have the like, slightest <laughs> amount of attitude and I'm like, you don't know who you're messing with. <laughs> I I'm beheaded like, there's, people. There's, there's a little part of me that thinks I should, I should kill all the people that are rude to me. And then, and then Skyrim will be only filled with people that are nice. <laughs> Twisted. Yeah. It gets a little weird. It gets a little weird. Um, yeah. When I, when I first role play, I'm 
gonna be myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so which of those three would you be drawn to? It's I would say I, I, the scrounger as well. That's yeah. the that's my character for sure. It feels like Mad Max. Yeah. It feels like you're going out there. You're completely driven by your own mean means yeah. and wishes and what you want to accomplish. Oh, it's the ultimate freedom build, I guess. And they helped that the the person that was in distress. Right. You know. Felt like you were a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's a that's a fun character to play. Now I do I will experiment after the fact with other types of characters, oh, yeah. um, but definitely the first time through I'm like I'm myself. And you ever play like a for instance like a, a goody two shoes build and then you accidentally kill someone who's pivotal in the game like, into that one person you're like the most evil or like you know the people around yeah like i accidentally yeah. pickpocketed someone now they hate me or whatever and it's like for some reason my game save before that was like five hours before that happened so go i couldn't go back or something and like, yeah yeah you're like i can't rectify this I'm like yeah what what do i have to do what do i have to do to, to tell you i'm sorry right and you can't kill them because they're friendly to all the other people that are friendly within your village <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is yeah. so that's yeah that's funny i you know it's interesting because you know i've had playthroughs of skyrim where i'm just like these storm cloaks man they're but they're anti-elf like there's a bunch of racists but but then like I've had playthroughs where I'm like, okay, well now I'm a Nord. Mm-hmm. I'm a Nord and my character is not racist against the elves, but uh, he doesn't like the Empire. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the Empire. He doesn't like, I, I don't know what those Thalmor are up to. They're, right. they're shady. So it's like, I will play characters based on who I think that they would be. Right. But not You're the still first influenced time. a little bit by the story and by the yeah the backgrounds. Speaking of backgrounds, I mean we have these character backgrounds. Are those different than traits? Are traits in conjunction with the backgrounds? Are backgrounds yeah, the, changeable? Yeah, I believe the background is different. Mm-hmm. The traits are changeable, and here's what's really interesting: is they said that that I I'll, I'll say that the, the trait seems to be like semi permanent. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by semi is they said that if you decide you don't like a trait, there will be a way to get rid of it. But right. sometimes it'll be like a mission. Like you, you might have, have to, to do, do something. Thing. That makes yeah. sense. It shouldn't be too easy to completely wipe away your points or whatever the system is yeah. to, to uh, do your traits. But yeah. that actually reminded me of, um, oh, what was I going to say? Something about the, the traits. I'll have to come back yeah. to that. Yeah, well, because we were talking about the backgrounds, and, and mm-hmm. so I do think that the background will be sort of a permanent thing. This is who, where I come from. Right. This is who I am. Um, and the, that you don't change yeah. until, like, the day one of rolling a new character. Yeah. Like, you choose your background, and then that's kind of going to stick with you for the yeah. for the game. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I believe so. So, yeah, traits you'll be able to change, and then it'll be interesting to see how the perks work because... It does, I'll say it leans more Fallout than Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Because with oh, I Skyrim, remember what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll just say this real quick. Skyrim, you level up your swords and stuff by using swords. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, with Fallout, you just earn XP, 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 and then you spend it. Or you get a perk point, and then you spend it on what you want to level up. Right. I, I just remember... The thing, one of the things I really loved about Fallout was 
um, not bullet time, but what do they call it? Oh know. yeah, the the um, action points. You spend yeah, action, action points. points. To, yeah. And then Skyrim didn't really have that kind of thing, right? So I think that's no. where I struggled with Skyrim. I enjoyed the game, what what I played of it, but it'll have kill. I cams, really loved but it's random. Yeah. the fact that you could take your time to pick which enemy you attacked right. first. Um, yeah. Starfield does not have that, right? We have not. I, I don't think it's built in as a, like, you always do Fundamental this. gameplay feature or yeah. something. Okay. But I would be interested so, to see I, if it's a perk. Action is more first-person or third-person shooter. So when you encounter yeah. a baddie, it's going to be like you're, you're strafing and you're not just hitting your, your Q or whatever button to right. get you into bullet time and then be like, have a, have a bar going down as you decide, you know, which... Am I going to blow their hand off or am I going to... Right, yeah, like what, what am I going to target? Or, yeah. Well, and I, like, I would almost think that there might be a perk somewhere down the line that lets you do something similar to that. Please. That yes, would be, I would, that would love be cool. that. That would be that cool. Would, that would appeal to me, for e sure. Even Skyrim has a dragon shout that slows down time. Right. <laughs> Actually, is, I, don't, I don't know how useful it is. I guess maybe against bosses, but it is fun. I was just having fun as a very leveled up character. You slow down time and they're like, like mm -hmm. this. You run up and you just go, hack, 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 dead. Mm -hmm. He's still not moving. The, the blood kind of comes out and pauses. Mm -hmm. And then you run up to the second guy and you're like, hack, 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 dead. Third guy, hack, hack, hack. And then it unfreezes mm -hmm. and they, all three of them go, Ugh, they like die. <laughs> Yeah. And that is really fun. So, mm -hmm. like, I, you know, let, yeah, let's talk about they've teased abilities. They've teased magic abilities that we believe a lot of people... There's some kind are, of... There's, it's like dragon Supernatural yeah. abilities. Okay. It seems... Um, er what is, we're putting together is that you'll find artifacts that right. are, like... These like intelligent because it's all artifacts. humans that we're encountering so far. It's all it's like humans. It's dealing. It's kind of playing yeah. into that NASA punk. Did they call it they or call steampunk? It NASA, right. Well, they call it NASA punk. Yeah. I do. I fully believe that this game is a first contact type game. Right. Where it's like, is there intelligent life or not? Will we see it? Are they long dead? Mm. They've just left behind this artifacts. There's a huge mystery around. The aliens look like Mac and me. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Anyone who's a Paul Rudd fan knows <laughs> yes. Mac and me. Aren't we all Paul um, Rudd fans? So yeah, I think I think that we're going to have these. Well, they, they teased that he had a gravity power. Mm -hmm. He put his hand out, and everyone started floating. Awesome. And, um, so I think we're all everyone, all the fans that are watching, basically believe. It's probably going to be tied to finding these artifacts. Right. It's going to give us space magic. Space magic. And, uh, <laughs> it's not the force, okay? Don't call it the force. It's not the force. <laughs> nope. It's totally... It's a magical uh, space artifact that ties all the energy in the, the universe together. <laughs> and you can harness yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think, um, I think we have a lot to look forward we to. We do, yeah. Well, let me ask you this real quick. So, having seen... You said that you watched whatever you can watch. Yeah. Having seen all the stuff that you can see before the game is actually out, what is one thing that you're most looking forward to? If there is one thing that you can pinpoint. 
I think, uh, and and yeah, like you said, it's hard to pinpoint because like it's just I love everything. Mm -hmm. It's because it's it's a collection of all my favorite things from a lot of my favorite games. How about the fan but service of the, like the annoying kid too? The, 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 the that, fan, yeah. yeah the fan. Yeah. Fan yeah. service of the fan. The fan. Um, the adoring fan. Adoring fan. And yeah. it's the same voice actor. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know as that. the one in Oblivion. Oh, that's great. He posted on social, he was very excited to be back. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I'll say I love base building. Okay. So I this entire time I've been like, Oh, I can't wait to choose, because this is how I play No Man's Sky. Choose a beautiful planet that mm -hmm. I like to look out. You know, maybe it's all covered in snow. You know, maybe it's jungle. Yeah. And then I build a base, and I admire my creation, and that's how I play No Man's Sky. And here's what's very exciting. I was already thinking, that's what I'm going to do in Starfield. And I will. But it then, sounds like you could build a mobile base too. Like yeah, your, your base ship? is your ship or whatever. Yeah. yeah, which you can do on No Man's Sky as well. But the thing is, somebody had a picture of the city, New Atlantis. Mm -hmm. And somebody just happened to mention, oh, I can't wait to build my house off in a distance looking at the city and seeing the ships fly in and go out. Mm, and cool. I, I was like, Wow, like it changed my perspective on, like obviously I'm going to do the barren planet as well, but the idea of having your home and sitting out like on the porch basically right. and watching the ships fly in. That is very cool. That's my kind You're of not going to show me pictures of your No Man's Sky base on your phone, like hold it up and... I, I mean, I've done that. <laughs> I've <laughs> I know, done... don't show I... me anymore. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, what, base building is yeah. super fun. I, I do that in, in Fallout too, and um, it's yep. it's fun. My thing is aliens machine guns. You know, like the scene from Aliens where they put the machine guns in the hall. Yeah, and that is my favorite thing to do. Is like build a base, put a fence around it, and put machine guns, and then just sit back and listen to those beautiful machine guns right. taking out yeah. anyone who dares attack my base. So it's really like. Tower defense is what I find fun. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, if there's a tower defense uh, aspect, that'll be amazing. Right. So put is... some on my ship as I'm flying through. Just auto machine guns, <laughs> space machine guns. Well, what is that? What you're most excited, or do you Maybe. have another? I, mean, I, I haven't actually seen that type of gameplay. I think. Right. What I'm most excited about, excuse me, is humor. Bethesda yeah. does humor so so well um they're they can do sar sarcasm yep they can do subversive humor so i'm really looking forward to just laughing and being like oh my gosh yeah. this character is killing me and you know we're talking about the adoring fan just stuff like that where it's a little tongue-in-cheek like it's a video game have fun with it um Baldur's gate i haven't actually played it it yeah, probably yeah. has humor in it but it, it does it's, it's not got a ton i don't know if it's going to be as funny as uh, Starfield because well, I, Bethesda. I, I've actually heard the opposite. I've actually really? heard people complaining that there's too much comedy in Baldur's Gate 3. But I haven't played now it. Now I need to play it. I haven't played it. So, <laughs> I so, have it yeah. on my computer ready to go. Oh, okay. There I have you to go. find the time to do it. But yeah. Um, but, That's good. I'm happy to hear that. But you're right. Like, you know, <clears throat> Skyrim and Fallout, they don't really advertise the humor in the marketing materials except the adoring fan. Mm -hmm. Um but you're right, like once you get in and you play, you find skeletons and funny 
positions, right. you find these uh, little Easter you know, eggs and yeah. storylines that you know are, are funny or you know heartbreaking or whatever it is. Yeah, so. you you hit the nail on the head. They that because they'll have you'll go into a room and you'll just be like figuring it out. You, you like you get to be a detective in mm -hmm. Bethesda games because right. you get into a vault or you get into a cabin and you go. What happened here? Yeah. And you read logs. Gary. You start to get, Gary happened here. You start to read. You start to read, and you start to put together the pieces. And either you end up saying, "Oh, that's funny," or you go, "Oh, that's really, really sad. dark. Like that's so dark. <laughs> so much cannibalism. Oh man, yeah. So or experiments, or that's yeah, it's or even just like the famous door within a door that led to some graffiti. Oh and, right. <laughs> so stuff like that. Like yeah, there's gonna be secrets that will be funny and I don't know, I'm looking forward to that. Well, we will be uncovering these secrets for quite some time yeah. after the game comes out. So uh, yeah, stick around with us. Please, please, please subscribe and, and hang out and yeah. leave a comment. What are you most excited about mm -hmm. for Starfield? Um, Tell us what you're excited about in the comments yep. and maybe a specific feature or is there something that you said, I hate this. Or, yeah. you know, like, I, what is this? Why do they have this in the game? I really haven't seen anything like that personally, yeah. but no. maybe you saw something like that. If yeah. there is, comment down below and hit like, subscribe, and yeah, we'll address it. Yeah. So thanks so much for hanging out with us. And we're going to do this every week. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe we'll release on Fridays. Probably. Does that sound good? Uh, or, well, let's probably. Or Thursdays. I think Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Let's do Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out, and this has been Starfield with uh, normal people. I'm Dwayne, and this is Michael. Yep. And I guess we'll see you next time.